This is the Ancient Texan coming to you from our first podcast after having COVID. Think I'm okay. Don't like wearing masks. But that's neither here nor there. I want to talk about some things that don't seem quite related, but I think there's kind of a common theme, even though I can't quite pull it all together yet but maybe as a listener you can make the last tie the last few knots for me well first there's some new compulsive language laws in Canada I think it's Quebec where you're required to use the he, she, they of the person that's being you know that you're talking about you have to use their pronouns called compulsive language because it makes the speaker speak the way that the listener wants to hear. Well, I think that's a very clear violation of the freedom of speech. I personally will not give my pronouns. It's up to you as a speaker to pick your pronouns. I'm not the language czar. I have slight preference of some over the others, but I don't. It's not really a big deal to me. If it's a big deal to you. You can call me she. <laughs> I think people around me know who I am and what I am, and it's it's kind of like there's something driving you. Go for it. So, I think the new compulsive language laws in Canada or violation of the First Amendment in the U.S., even though they don't have probably that amendment. Freedom of speech, though, I think is pretty important to even in Canada. Now let's zip all the way down to Texas. They're taking a lot of books out of the library there, uh, parent groups, politicians. Um... And the books have mostly to do with sex and trans issues and LGBT. I I can't seem to learn those initials. But it has to do with um, sex issues that the conservative Texans don't want to hear. It's a form of censorship, obviously, which is First Amendment protected. So I don't like it when the Canadians or the Texans violate the principle of freedom of speech. Now let's let's kind of take another kind of leap into the Rio Grande Valley in in Texas. Hispanics. Hispanics are increasingly joining the Republican Party in Texas. You have to say, well... Why? There's one uh, lady named Flores. I forgot her first name. Just got elected in Texas in a special runoff election. Why would you think that would be like, you know, slam dunk for Democrats? But let's look at what Democrats offer an Hispanic woman, part of the Catholic Church, in Texas. She was, by the way, born in Mexico. 
Well, let's see, they can offer her Black Lives Matter. Except she's not black. She's not the group white dudes that are getting blamed for prejudice for the most part. So Black Lives Matter might not like set real well for Hispanic who has prejudice against them. Maybe the choice of that phrase, I can't see it pulling Hispanics toward the Democratic Party, can you? I mean, how, how is that going to work? You're talking to population along the Rio Grande that are 70, 80% Hispanic, and you say to them, Black Lives Matter, join our party. How's that going to work? Mostly Catholic Church, mostly anti-abortion. You're going to say, come join us, we're fighting the abortion ban. But they're part of a religious group that doesn't believe in abortion, barely believes in birth control pills. And you say, well, you might get them on the immigration issue. Well, in general, they want the border controlled. If you live right on top of the border uh, and you see the drugs coming in and strange people running around in your yard, you're probably more likely to be a little pro-border control, not pro-random immigration. You might even be in favor of the wall, and we used to beat Trump up on that one. Symbolically, uh, whether it was a wall or not, it, it conveyed border control and a lot of people went for that and I, I think we all should want our borders controlled and then have a system that works to get people in and I think by not carefully picking our words on immigration uh, the Democratic Party hurts himself by the way I have moved myself to the Green Party I'm no longer registered as a Democrat but that's another talk. Also, you know, the Catholic Church, Hispanics along the border also have pretty traditional conservative values. So coming in saying, waving the LGBT banner or trans issues, I'm not sure that's going to recruit a lot of people in Texas. And if the Democratic Party wants to have any shot in the future, if they can't find some issues that are important to Hispanics, I think the Republicans are back in the game in a really big way. Think about that. So, if you're in the Democratic Party, what are you offering Flores? They also are pretty big on guns down there in Texas, too. Even the Hispanics. People like their guns. So, I've named about ten issues that are, you know, top priority stuff for Democrats. And I don't think we hit a single issue that would address getting the Hispanics on board in Texas and the Democratic Party. 
Now, actually, I think there's a lot of common ground between Democrats who in the Northeast are, you know, wave the flag, Black Lives Matter, and Hispanics that might wave the Hispanic Lives Matter. You're actually on the same team, you just don't know it. Because we've shaped our issue around groups instead of around principles. I still talk mostly as a democratic, but I'm not I'm not completely. That's why I went green, because there's a lot of issues like identity politics I don't think serves uh, Democrats well. I think you have to serve the issue. You can talk about prejudice and about elite ruling and us not having control of our democracy and helping people that need child care and needing support and minimum wage and personal rights and help against the corporate rule you can you can talk about a lot of subjects and you're actually on the same team but the way that you've drawn the battlegrounds on the cards that you've pulled out of your deck of issues does not bring in Hispanics in Texas and you might notice that they're spreading across Southern California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. A lot of Hispanics in those states. Even quite a few up here in Maryland. Now if you don't have some issues on the table, then you may be handing them over to the corporate interests that back, mostly backs the Republicans, although there's a lot of back in the de Democratic elites too. But I just thought you might look, look at that and start thinking about your word choice and your principles and the values govern it instead of the banner flags that you put up in the air. Then remember your first Amendment rights of freedom of speech, whether you're in Canada with the compulsive language laws or in Texas banning books you don't like. This is America. Freedom of speech is a big deal. Anyway, it's kind of a diverse podcast here, things on my mind, but maybe you can help me link them all together. This is the Ancient Texan. Hoping you have a good day, whether you're listening to this on my YouTube, Robert Odell, Ancient Texan, or my anchor podcast, Ancient Texan. This is the Ancient Texan. Have a good one. Namaste. You might look up what Namaste means, too. Bye-bye.